Hey, Play Cousins Podcast. In this bitch. Hey, back for another week. I know, good lord. I feel like this is the longest week ever. Facts, facts. But that will not deter us. I'm Jamea Pond, across from me. Lindsay India. That's right. Where can they find you? Lindsay India on Instagram and Twitter and I guess Snapchat at L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, India like the country, and lindsayindia.com. And yep. where can they find you, Jameer? You can find me at Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Jameer on Snapchat and um, older ladies with the dimples in the booties and the Ooh. stretch marks on the breasts. Ooh. If you're over 40 and you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Facebook, Jameer Pond. Uh, P-O-N-D. So, apart in our energy levels, we yeah. came, we, it's been a crazy week. Yes. Um, Before we get any, into Ooh. anything, I want to give us a shout out for mm-hmm. uh doing our first live show, opening Woo. up for the Combat Jack show. That was some pretty big Bucket shit. Bucket list shit right there. Bucket list shit. Um, Lindsay talked me off the ledge because definitely wasn't <laughs> going to do it. Um, and Mark Lamont Hill, shout out to him because he oh, gave shout you a little pep Mark. talk too. Sure did. Mm-hmm. The pep talk did help a lot. I was really about jump. I was <laughs> going to be out, but you know, I'm thankful that you know y'all kept me kept me grounded. Mm-hmm. And the show, the show was really bigger than the issues that it came with. Yes, we're not going to get into the severity <laughs> of the issues, <laughs> but what I will say, y'all about to get nasty, huh? Don't touch <laughs> nothing because you know it's nasty upstairs. Somebody's making some good ass steak up there too. Oh, are they? Smells mm, hella good. Smells like cat piss. <laughs> um, we're not gonna get into the severity of the issues, but mm. like it was a lot of back you know, backstage problems, you know. Yes. Not at the venue, but just leading up to it. Yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a um, lot. We learned a lot. We did learn a lot. <laughs> but it was still, we made the best out of it. Sure more did. than the best out of it, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I've always wanted to interview DJ enough, talk to, well, meet him in general. So right. that was a big bucket list thing of mine. And sure. So, and uh, Zach was amazing. Zach was always. amazing. So, shout yeah, to Zach shout Goldberg. out to um, And we, we will and have. off the Henny, too. Oh, definitely off the Henny. So much Henny. A lot of Henny. <laughs> and um, we, we are going to have our own show soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and because a lot of people was just like, "How come you ain't yeah say nothing?" I'm like, "Yo, and if you knew them. what went on, yeah, you wouldn't want to support it." Yeah. So mm-hmm. let me save you the trouble. Mm-hmm. We're gonna plan a bigger show mm-hmm. for ourselves. Um, and you know, no knock against anybody, you know, combat or anybody like that. Mm-hmm. It's just the the business wasn't right. Mm-hmm. That we, we needed it to be, and we're gonna we're gonna push forward to do our own kind of show the way we want exactly the, yeah you know the environment so, we want everything exactly mm-hmm. so very great learning experience combat show was amazing shout Oof. out to Mark Lamont Hill crazy um and, I've always um, wanted to meet him too my favorite he made my day yesterday when he, he like literally he was like oh you're the person that I've been hearing I'm like what yeah. Like, you know I exist. I brag about you. Yeah, sometimes. No, but then he said that he's like a fan of the show. Like, I was like, I'm a fan of yours. He's like, I'm a fan of yours. I'm like, let me go die. Because <laughs> now I can die. Let me go perish. Because I was like, I literally bought your book. Like, yeah. you are a person that has affected my life. <laughs> I don't understand how you know I exist. Yeah. But, you know. Mark was so, throwing me. It was a lot of subs he was throwing me. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I was, was like, bro. He was also off the Henny. Like a lot. He was yes, a lot he, more off the Henny than we were because he kept he sipping for like. Also, and he kept sipping for like the full like two and a half hours of the show. He had time to settle. So he was he was off of it. But hey, he but said he, some of the craziest gems I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark is really. Mr. Lamont Hill is very good. Go at, listen to that uh, live show whenever it gets. Yeah, because you can't listen to hours. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> can't listen to hours because they didn't. It, Again, <laughs> there's a lot of fuck shit going on. <laughs> Needless to say, we, we are here um, for another week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow Play Cousins. Hashtag Play Cousins to be a part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. To give a shout out, show your love, show your hate. No fuck. But um, <laughs> thank you so much for just vibing out. And to all yes. our new listeners, Kanishiwa. Thank you. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. Satrikal. What? Ishni sound she heard that on Get Your Freak On by Missy. No, it's the Tikal, which is a Punjabi greeting. I didn't know that. Yeah. You you have to preference first. Yeah. So I thought instead of a 20 second rant, we just give like a quick review of what happened with the show. Um because they won't be able to hear it. So uh I had on a black shirt. And, no. <laughs> no, uh we 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 got up there. We we we. I told Lindsay before. I said we are gonna do our show, mm-hmm. despite all the bullshit that came with it. We're gonna do our show. We're gonna do what we're what we're best at, which I think is addressing issues, um, and giving comfortable spaces for people to really voice their opinions. And I felt like DJ enough. Mm-hmm. Somebody I admire. Somebody I work with. Somebody I look is look to as a mentor. Um and Zach, because I'm a fan of Zach as well. Yeah, and Zach was really cool about it too. Like, he, yeah, he exactly. Was like, like, oh, I'm yeah, excited. Sure. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and so we explored the parallels between both of them, mm-hmm. even though you know one was just kind of starting their career in a sense, and enough have been has been doing this for a number of years. Mm-hmm. We explored the parallel of um just talking about violence and hip hop, how it affects mm-hmm. uh, the mental state. PTSD, mm-hmm. um, the lives that have been lost over violence and hip hop, and you know the void that is felt when you lose somebody like a Biggie, yeah, or you lose somebody like a Tupac, and then also and a Big L, shout out to Harlem, and then you know the effects of it, the people have to live with that. Mm-hmm. You know, but you see someone like a Vic Mensa going through that in yes. his music right yep. now. Like I would say, like that's probably the biggest representative of Chicago mm-hmm. that deals with PTSD like openly in his music. I would say he is probably like the best example of that because we got into like the Chicago stuff too. So. Yes, we did. Yeah. yeah, and you find like we're talking to Zach backstage and little kids, eleven years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Going through PTSD, and he was uh, very forthcoming about the experiences that he he's had in um in Compton and Detroit. In Chicago, a lot of these minority minority uh, driven places that people lose classmates at 11 and 10 years old three four five classmates in a mm. year and you know you 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 suffer with that and you grow up with that and now you know how you know, uh, one cause of why people are reacting the way they are mm-hmm. so it's a bigger conversation we addressed that yesterday um in a way that i felt like was true to ourselves and true yes. to our brand what's something that you learned yesterday 
something that you picked up from our interview well i really enjoyed obviously like i've always wanted to do like storytelling time with dj enough i thought what was interesting is how he was talking about because when i had asked him about um how did when the east versus west coast like media type beef like mm-hmm. began how did biggie's dynamic start to change with how he approached like his music career yeah. and him traveling and stuff and when dj enough literally said that he like was not even prepared for it like he couldn't right. believe how they had to duck in suvs start wearing like bulletproof vests in yeah. places like how like everything changed and he was literally like sitting there like i'm just here to do music i want i just want to yeah. make people happy yeah, i thought like, that I, was it was a very poignant yeah, part yeah i thought that, that was one of the most interesting things because it's like you would think like you would look at a dj enough who's been with a biggie as being like as tough as someone like a bit like as like sh- like street involved like involved in the same type of beef because he's with biggie but at the end of the day he's just there for a job like mm-hmm. his job is music and to provide for the people and deliver um, yep. uh, deliver biggie's message the best way he can as his dj and as his mm. his m- one of some a mentor because he said he's older than biggie so right so i just found it interesting because we look at some of these like these DJs and we look at producers and we look at people that go on tour and stuff and we don't realize that there are a lot of people on tour that aren't or on tour or whether it's like or whatever it might be like there might be people that are dealing with Meek Mill not understanding that when he goes back to his hood like they have to be protective of him because or when he goes to any sort of city like he they might have to be more protective of him because Meek has always been vocal about you know how he has some he's had some enemies in places and it's always you know scary because we've watched you know chinks go back to the hood and that type of thing yeah, happen. Yep. Little Snoop go back to Louisiana and he got shot and killed too unfortunately yeah. so I mean it's very yo it's and you know people like I think people gotta realize like Biggie was like 24 when he passed so mm. he was going through a lot of this when he was like 21 22 and as a superstar that he became i mean i think him and Pac and that whole kind of generation had to grow up really quickly yeah um you don't even look at them like they were in their early to mid 20s it's just like you you automatically think like they lived a stressful life when they got on and they had to deal with all that they were businessmen by like 19 like facts crazy so you think about it and it's just like yo this is a i'm sure it was new for biggie like well, not new so much, but I'm sure he got into the music to escape the streets. Mm-hmm. It's like most people do who come from that that, that street-centered lifestyle. So um, that I thought that was really insightful. Um, I, I also thought that, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, camp, the uh, DJ Enough Freestyle mm-hmm. on the Diplomats Anthem, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, Diplomatic Community, that was a nice little gym too. That I really felt like I I wanted to just pay homage mm-hmm. to enough because that's like one of my favorite. I love how he said that beats. he like forgot about it too. He was like, yo, I, he was like, that was on a mixtape. <laughs> I was like, wow. He was like, yo, I, I you know it was a mixtape thing. It wasn't on. Didn't make the mixtape. Mm-hmm. And so Cam was like, yo, enough. Fuck you. <laughs> now I'm taking the now I'm taking the shit and putting it on our album. He was just like, okay. <laughs> and when you listen to that song, it's like one of my favorite songs. On uh, on the on the diplomatic community volume one, mm-hmm. uh, DJ the enough freestyle, and they all went in, <laughs> and it just goes to show you how, you know, enough just uh, just fell off and became a gem on uh one of the biggest albums of that time. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to enough, uh Zach provided zach got into it so much he started asking enough questions yeah. which i thought was, <laughs> was very dope. ill he started becoming one of our interviewers exactly yeah. i thought that i thought that was ill too so it it, it, it just connection yeah 
Yeah. And um, I just it was a good way to see someone who experienced it as well as someone who like from the outside went to go see it. Was covering it. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So um, and Zach did clear up. He said, "Vice and Noisy and not the Feds." So. They they didn't make up the story about Migos or whatever. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. it seems like that story is so far right and then so far left that yeah. I don't know what the middle is. It's but a gray area. Yeah. Yeah. But um shout out to both of them and uh everybody who came out, you know, definitely came out for combat and then mm-hmm. we actually got to talk to some people after our show and you know, they seem to really fuck with the show. Yeah. Which is my uh, you know, I'm thankful for that. Right? I'm glad yeah. that people like listen. Mm-hmm. I was just surprised. I was like, wait, you like loyally listen? Like, and they were like naming episodes that they liked. Oh, were like, they? Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a, somebody said that they liked the Khalif Browder stuff, like oh, my, yeah. my suicidal thoughts episode. Yeah. They liked some of like the dating stuff that we've done. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, diversity is something that we're going to continue bringing to the show because it just, it, I mean, it works. Like, this is a diverse podcast. We're diverse yeah. people. And uh, we're we're not just one lane so mm-hmm. we take it everywhere so pause but that was kind of crazy uh we take the show everywhere because that's the type of people that we are we, you know we're origamis in a sense where we got many folds and different layers that was good um yeah so we're gonna keep providing that because that seems to be what people like it seems to be that uh things that we love to discuss yeah, for sure. All right, so if you if you miss a live show, can't tell you to go anywhere for it because as of right now, we don't have any audio. <laughs> but um, just continue listening, and we will bring up updates soon. Aiming for the fall for our own live show, um, working out details. We know we have a platform, so we're just going to find – we're going to baby hair it out and put like a fine-tooth comb, <laughs> yeah. make sure that shit is proper. Mm-hmm. And then all in uh, place with the oil. That's right, the brown gel. So make sure y'all y'all look good for that. So uh, we were supposed to have a, a dynamic guest this show as well. May be able to get them next week, but they had to cancel uh, last minute, unfortunately. So we just thought we'd do some banter about some topics and uh, get into some real talk talk towards the end. So Lindsay, you've been keeping up with a lot of shit during this week because yeah. you're a journalist. <laughs> I Stop caring uh, for I a long wish time. I could at times. You can't because it's yeah. your job. But yeah. uh, uh, I, I did, I did hear about the Rick Ross situation. Yeah. Um, I've been finding myself watching a lot more Breakfast Club interviews because they really they started picking their up. Game. Yeah, they in the past their like game month or two. Or, yeah, they've definitely really picked stepped up their with game their guests up. and things. So, yes, yeah. I have not heard the the Rick Ross interview, but I did read. What he said. The quote, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people wow. have been... I remember, it, I remember I saw the first post about it from BET on Twitter, mm-hmm. and everyone told them that they were doing clickbait and that, that fix the headline, delete this. And I'm like, but literally what they were doing, they, they, they put Rick Ross, colon, and then the quote. Right. So people thought that he just didn't say that, like, I got a fuck a couple of times. People yeah. thought that he did not physically, but he really, like, you listen, he said it. Like, he really said it. But I don't even... Like, that line bothered me, of course. Like, as a woman. Sure. You know? And it's and it's also weird because... It's also weird for me to hear all being that my first interaction with Rick Ross is a video of him licking my... Basically, like, talking in my ear, looking like he was licking it, but he was whispering in my ear. He seems like he does that with a lot of yeah, women. Yeah, he gets very... He, he's, very he's a very touchy-feely guy, like, affectionate. Mm. You know, he's a very, like... He, he tries, he kind of comes across like a teddy bear, but the comment that he made makes it kind of shed a different light on that now. It's a so, little rapey. 
Yeah. Yeah. And he's already had the issue with the whole Molly in the drink. Uh, you need no. Yeah. For, what was it from two years? Two, three yeah, years? Yeah, it was ago? from uh, Rocco, 2013. Actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Lord. It's been um, a minute. Yeah. And yeah. he I, he caught hell from. What, didn't he lose a. a was it Reebok? Reebok, a, I Reebok believe deal? it was. It was a sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, he he's definitely kind of showing some colors. Yeah. Uh, slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't think it's gonna stop most people from listening to his music oh, at of all because everybody knows that Rick Ross is the type of person you can get into controversy and then release a, a hot song and then people kind of forget. Right. Which I don't really always agree with and stuff. Even though I am a Rick Ross like music fan, mm-hmm. but I I'm starting to not really like the person as far as some of the things and th- things that like are coming out. But then again, like he was always he was nice to me, gave me a great interview that I wanted. So right. I can't say much, but. I think that what he said was really crazy. Sure. And I think to go to your point, like a lot of people don't separate. Um, or a lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't, a lot of people, I don't know if it's not separate or they don't care mm-hmm. as long as you make a hot song. So it's like, mm-hmm. like with the R. Kelly situation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's been getting away with it for years. Sure. Like almost a, over a decade now. So. Uh, yeah, like maybe even past that because like when he married Aaliyah, I mean, we kind of, and she was 15. But you, you, you see that people still, concerts still sold out. Mm-hmm. People want to support. People go. There's grown women like rubbing his genitals. R&B, all of that. I mean, he got some. Yeah, and, and he, I know he's been preparing allegedly, like preparing the um trapped in the closet, like the other chapters. Oh please, so you, can we stop? But that, Let's take a knee. Once I got to what was it chapter? What was it fifty something? Why did you watch that much? I, I want no. I literally like sat. It was a like thing we did in college one day. We we're like, let's watch all of it. Like let's get through were all you of it. No, no, no. Oh, this you is know, just real. It was, we just we like kind of it was like a like like a challenge to ourselves. Like let's get through all of it, and Boy. we did it. So that's when by the time we get to church, I'm like, oh my god, this is torture. Like this is really fucking torture. I don't know why y'all did that. Yeah, well, we wanted to do it because well, the first like few chapters are actually great. Like they're amazing. Yeah, but then when my son jumped, my little son, the li- yeah, the my, little person, yeah, well, I'm, my little son like, jumped out the the cupboard. Yeah, I was like, I, was, I'm I can't out. take this seriously no more because I yeah. thought it was gonna be serious the whole time, and then it's just not. But right. it, yeah, if you have time, if you have like literally time to spare no do something do, else. do something else yeah Thank that's you. what i was going to do not do that like do not ever <laughs> challenge yourself to Don't watch trapped in the closet every single fucking chapter that shit is garbage by chapter like four <laughs> i saw when they brought it to ifc like um he was playing an old lady and an old he was playing an old man yeah and and they were like on a reality show or something. It was yeah, and it was like the he- the talking heads or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's when I that's when I was like I can't do this anymore. You, so you finished no, it? No, we though. Fin- we finished it because it's not that long after that. There's not much more after that. Like there's like I think that's like close to the end. I, I forget because this is freshman year of college. This is 2010, so I forget. Like that was your freshman year of college. 2010, yeah. I know. I, well, I was supposed to graduate 2009 from high school, but when I moved to New York, Damn. because my credits didn't roll over, I had to repeat my junior oh, year. So I mean, I'm, I'm actually in the wrong class. Got you. Okay. So yes, don't watch chapter. Yeah, it's no fucking terrible. But to go back to the point, yeah. <laughs> uh, people won't stop supporting Rick Ross. Um, and I know he just put out an apology. Um, do I mean, like do people buy it? like people buy that? No, obviously it seems very publicist friendly. Yeah, <laughs> which it, which it I'm sure which it was. is. But my thing is that 
like I think my thing is that you know like even with an apology I'm like he that discredits everybody else who was saying like he didn't actually say that he didn't actually mean if he's apologizing he's taking credit He's not, and he's not, because his apology would have been words were taken out of context, words were miscommunicated, blah, blah. He didn't say any of that. He literally just apologized. So that means that he's owning up to that line, period, which means that he was thinking that at the time. And it was, it was video. Yeah, exactly. It's you like can you see, see his him. mouth move. Because <laughs> yeah. when he says, I got a couple of fuck, I got a, I got a fuck a couple of times, cup. I got to fuck a couple of times. Um, You can hear, he's like whispering it and Charlemagne is like already kind of laughing or Angela's talking over him. So you barely hear it. So a lot of people thought he didn't actually say that, but he did. Mm-hmm. And then what I also didn't like was that Charlemagne laughed. Yeah, I, 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 I saw I saw a that. video about that. Yeah. every And, and he kept coming because people kept coming at him on Twitter. So he was started answering people. And he said that at least like he basically pointed, chalked it down to at least like Rick Ross was like honest about something like that mm. and said he was laughing at the fact that he would be that honest. So he was surprised. Like it was laughing out of shock value. I get that, but. I'm not going to laugh that off though. Angela Yee certainly didn't seem like she was laughing. Well, Angela Yee is also a woman. Has a vagina. Yes. So <laughs> it wasn't funny in the least bit, but I think. I do look at Charlemagne a little funny for that. Though I don't think you should have been laughing personally. I mean, it's Charlemagne. Yeah. I, it's, I, I don't know. Some some things I don't not to say that Charlemagne is right for laughing, but I don't You just don't hold him to a high standard where he's gonna act. In terms yeah, yeah. of something like that. Like yeah. I'm clearly but, then, but but that's why I don't but the only thing I don't like about that is that he'll laugh at something like that, but when it comes to other issues that he feels passionate about, he'll want people to take him seriously and demand sure. to be taken seriously. And I'm kind of like, well, like, why would you? Why are you demanding support when you were like not supportive on this thing that was clearly offensive? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like the Tommy Loren thing all over again in mm. a way. You know, where it's like everybody told him, why would you ever offer your platform? And he like tried to defend it. Saying we wanted her on the breakfast, we like tried to get her on the Breakfast Club, but then it was shut down. Remember that or whatever. I do remember that. Yeah, and I was like, so why are you giving her a platform? I, I agree. Like, why are you giving her a fucking platform? So I don't know. Okay. They seem like they well, they seem like they eyeing their issues. Um, I don't think you should give her a platform though. I think Trevor Noah was like the limit of where she should have gone as far as getting to that audience. Sure. Sure. <laughs> It's it's all I think as a journalist it's always like a tightrope walking there because you don't want to bring light to the situation but you do want to have a public forum where you can have a conversation and prove motherfuckers wrong mm-hmm. on your platform but it could backfire you yeah. know so I just look, be that as it may oh, Rose did apologize but. I mean, it's just, I mean, I would probably be like, okay, if he hadn't already had like experience with these types of comments. Very creepy. Yeah. Creepy comments. So that's really my issue is that. Really great album. He has a history that like, you know, it's kind of like a judge, you know, in front of someone. It's like, well, do you have a past history of doing this? And I was like, well. Now we got to like, now we got to like actually punish you for it. But. I mean, I've never really bought a Rick Ross album. So, but I do. Unfortunately, I do. was fire. Fire. I think that was one of the best rap albums of the of the year. Yes, it was. I really do. Still in contention, but for real. Unfortunately, 
you know, saying that is not going to help him learn his lesson, obviously. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> okay. So. So, hey, Rose. Mm. Also, shout out to all the, the female fans. rappers out there because none of you actually need MMG. You're good. I don't think that that's a necess- necessity. Not saying that anything against MMG. I'm just saying I don't right. think female rappers, like as far because I don't see anything about the label that would cater to what a female rapper could accomplish for as far as like empowerment, all mm-hmm. like supporting that, so helping to support other women. Like I can't see them doing that. Sure. I don't know. I, you know, I can't see there being many resources or anything like that. Like, I, I don't know if I, I mean, maybe while I could see Wale shouting them out, but I can't see like me being fully like this is the yeah. first lady of MMG. Like, I can't see that. Yeah, I don't think anybody, anybody, I don't think anybody would care either. Like, yeah. the first lady. Of, that's just I just sounds pray to God weird. Cardi B doesn't just go up like, oh, like maybe I'll try it. <laughs> like, no, Cardi B, stay in that your would lane because be, you're no, doing she, great. She you're doing ju- amazing, she sweetie. She needs to just be independent. I independent is a route for her. That's cool. Barty. Um, yeah, shout out to Barty B, I guess. Um, you man Usher got herpes. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about that too. Okay, he has peanut brittle, peanut brittle penis. I hate you. First so, of all, no slander shall prosper. Look, okay, look, if we going to slander everybody else, some people need to be kicked in the ass. Now, okay, Usher, but the, uh, Usher doesn't have a direct quote that proves this. What I so I, the only reason I say that is because we don't know if Usher full fledged was aware that he had it before that. We don't know that. We don't. So that's why I don't want to speak on it. If he knew, then he's a dickhead. He's a fucking asshole for sure. I will own up to that hundred percent. That's fucked up. You should never fucking do that. However. As it described in the documents, and I talked about, I talked to you about this uh, the other day. You did. I literally said that he carries the trait of herpes. He doesn't actually like have the herpes that of you where you he's gonna get symptoms. So he doesn't show any symptoms. That's why I think that. There but I thought is he had a, green discharge. What is that? Was that? In, I didn't read yes, that. Yes, the the woman said he had green discharge come from his dick. No, I mean, yeah. How that's... do I say hello? <laughs> I just want to give you herb. How I hate do you. I? <laughs> but I do want to talk oh, about this, this being a possible like issue in general, like sure. uh, outside of Usher, is that herpes is so common. One in four people have it. Unfortunately, simplex one. Yeah, yeah. Which right. Is, Let's clear like that cold, up. Which is the cold sore type right. of one, which is like everyone basically. Sure. But as far but herpes like with actual symptoms and blisters is kind of common. It is common. And uh, uh, it's, and uh, it some people don't even show like an usher is someone that doesn't necessarily show the same like blister type of symptoms because he carries like a different was it uh, traits or whatever it's called. So his dick so basically is- he's just not showing the same typical symptoms of herpes that it that you would expect as far as like bumps on the face, bumps on your dick. All so he that. is like sick of cell dick. He doesn't carry the gene. He carries the trait. So it's gene trait. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. I just don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> I, I, I've never heard I, having uh, a trait of herpes before. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm saying I'm, I feel like it's kind of in like, because like, there's a word for it. So I'm totally saying brittle. this. Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the <laughs> scientific motherfucking term, not peanut okay. brittle. It does not say anywhere in the textbook, peanut brittle dick. Braille dick. <laughs> it's like Stevie Wonder oh, could stop, touch it and go, stop. Uh, uh, herpes. That's First herpes of all, right I there. don't want you putting Stevie Wonder into this narrative with <laughs> oh, Usher. Oh, come on now. Stevie no. Wonder. Stevie Wonder does not deserve slander. I'm yeah, sorry. Stevie Wonder has had to clap 
plenty of Stevie Wonder got nine kids. Stevie Wonder has had to clap two or three times for. It's been a great show, guys. <laughs> like we're signing off. No. Like I really want. Look, Stevie First Wonder has all, had to clap before. If anyone is listening, please turn this podcast off right now. Nope, absolutely not. This motherfucker just said Stevie Wonder has had the clap before, and Come, I don't want to be part Stevie of this. Stevie Wonder narrative. been popping since the the fucking sixties. I don't want to be part. Of, I do not want to be part. Are you kidding me? How much pussy he was getting? I don't want to be part of this. Like, Stevie, come get this pussy. He was like, okay. And then started doing the little clap with his harmonica. And then he started started really stroking him. And they're like, Stevie, how you know how to do this? He's like, yo, I've been been fucking for years. Like, let me take these glasses off so you can look in in a real man's kind of eyes. I jumped off the deep end. That was bad. That was that was that was bad. You've ever done. That was bad. But I say that to say. I tried to stop you too, Jimmy. You did. You gave me a look. Um, I say that to say that Stevie done had to clap before. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. I I am not part of this narrative. You don't think I am? You don't? Not that she. Oh God. You don't think Steve? Okay. The Let's, only part, the only, the only like, uh, like sex, like having like too many fucking times for his own liking. Well, no, for his own good that has ever admitted to, a, I think, STD like publicly was Trey Songs. He had crabs when he was 17. Okay. But then he tried to cover it up. He's like, but you could get that from like carpets and shit. So what you doing? Rub, going on a carpet, like a dog rubbing no. their butt, like shit. But, but I did hear you he can crabs. get crabs from like, like doing long. I've never had crabs, by the way, everybody <laughs> just, just saying what I've read. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> never use the shampoo. All right. Um, I heard you get crabs from like the laundry too. Like you can, but he, but they said that you've had an STD crowd. He was like, yeah, but, you know, you could get that from... He would have just said, I got it from laundry. He listed, like, three other things you can get it from. Like, okay, but you clearly got it from having fucking sex. You got it from that fucking... That man has so much sex. So much sex. So does Stevie Wonder. Nine kids. <laughs> it's like when the, the good Lord took his eyes. Oh. He made them... <laughs> No, all right, all right, all right, that's no, it. no, no. All right, no. so um, <laughs> that was that was in poor taste. Stevie Wonder is literally my favorite singer. That was in poor taste. That was in poor Next taste. Next time you listen to Sir Duke, I hope that shit comes out of the speaker bum, and fucking bum, strangles bum, you. Bum, bum, bum. All right, oh so my God. I love Stevie Wonder, but look, nine kids. All right, he's out here clearly. So he done picked Just up some. Stop, he done picked up some shit. Jameer, you're about to fucking. He done, go picked again. Up, he done picked up some shit. All I'm saying is this: that sometimes these stars be having shit. Yeah, there was a whole rumor. I remember there was a whole site and rumor, and these are not true because they've been debunked. I want to just say that right now, they are not. like or at least not publicly like true like they have not come out and admitted them so this don't take this but there was like a site that was telling about like all the rappers that had like hiv and it was like i read that they i read and it was a it was false i want to make that clear i am not accusing anyone of having it or spreading that false but i it was like cassidy and buster rhymes and um Shit, there was one other name at the time. This was back in like 2007 or something. This was cats, the the cat stacks era. Oh, so many video vixens came forward with stories similar and tried to accuse a lot of rappers of having STDs. Mm. And so there was like a site being made, and one of them was like, and one of them had like Busta Rhymes and Cassidy having HIV with like warnings, pictures, pictures that weren't of them, but it like claiming that these are like the symptoms they gave me, all that shit. Mm. So. 
Well. But they could not have it. So don't, please, God, don't. Right. Fucking. I just, I am just talking about the fact that simply that this could be a case for yeah. in other situations. Sure. Do you uh, usher? Look, everybody just need to wrap it up. I understand, like, as a star, you run out of, like, shit to do. Like, Usher been fucking since he was 15. Absolutely. So maybe usher, younger. Maybe younger. Like, Run Puff introduced Puff, him. Yeah, yeah Puff, Puff introduced him to vagina. So. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say bussy. I said vagina with a V. Not <laughs> and that's so, so, cause. All right. Anyway, he was out here fucking. So this is not Usher's first trip to go get some Detro cycling. All right. He got it cleared up, and unfortunately, he crapped out because herpes is with you full life. Yeah. So, and then you you pass it on, and then I think it's the way you pass it on. Then he he fucks somebody in his ex wife's bridal party, or something like that. I read a story. I definitely didn't. Um, I read that. I, well, I think that that was a story like a while ago that he he. He might have done that. That's not the one he gave herpes. I don't. I don't know. Because that's thing is, I read. I've only I've only read the like this part of the documents, like the first part that talks about like how he didn't have symptoms and that. But I didn't read like the details of who it was because I know more details came forward. Where right. it was like confirming it. Okay. I'm like sad that it's true. I thought it was a rumor. How do I say hello? Sing it with me. No. Nope. No. No. I love that. First song. of all, I'm like done with participating with you in things today because yeah. of the Stevie Wonder stuff. That was really bad. Come on now. That was so bad, Jameer. It was in poor taste. When but the good Lord took hit no. took his sight. Stop. Made that man fertile as a Puerto Stop. Rican maid. Oh my. That was brutal. Okay, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I need you. Not. That was good. Oh. Yeah, okay, so. We off that. What else has been in the news? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, okay, so I screamed it out yesterday at the live show, but fuck Donald Trump. Not just fuck Donald Ooh. Trump today, though, because Donald Trump did that um, mm. that speech in Long Island today, and he was backed up in the in the background. There were maybe fifty to a hundred or something. I don't know, 50, twenty to fifty to hundred something cops mm -hmm. in uniform behind him. Um, and he literally advocates for police brutality. Literally says that he, if people, if um, police are protecting the heads when they're putting people into the back of the cars, um, and then they're protecting their, they're grabbing their head to protect them from hitting it. He literally says, "Remove your hand." Like mm. he's telling the cops to remove their hands. I'm not just mad at Trump because we expect this from Trump. At the end of right. the day, we expect him to be like the devil of this earth. I am upset that every single cop on that stage not only applauded it, but laughed and applauded it. Like, it was fucking funny. Mm. That shit is not fucking funny. And that's why I'm just furious. I cannot believe that not one single cop was like, all right, this guy's fucking bugging right now. But everybody laughed and applauded, yelling like, woo, yeah. That's insane. That, to me, tells me that it's, for, it's, it's much more than a few bad apples. That whole, oh, you know how yeah. people always try to say, well, there's some bad apples. Mm -hmm. This issue is now so much bigger. Like that reflects, that should reflect to other people that this issue is so much bigger, which it already has, but that there's more than a few bad apples. This is a system now, officially, like where, oh God, I can't even like, it's just a fucking terrible fraternity. Uh, Yeah. And I, I really don't get 
surprised by a lot of these things that I hear about yeah. police officers. Again, we're not shaming all police officers, but clearly we're talking about the the fuck boys in blue. Um, and what it says for, about the system too. Sure. Yeah. It is, re- it is reflective of, Absolutely. you know, the poli- like police departments around the country. Not yeah. every single cop, but it's reflective of those departments. Of the of the system that's how, in place. Like who they let in, how they right. train them, blah mm-hmm. blah blah, all of that. And it's 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 really a, a disconnect, of course, between police officers and the community. Mm-hmm. I again, I, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Like we've seen countless amount of times where police officers have shot innocent people. We've seen uh countless amount of times police officers have beaten innocent people and um even with the people who weren't innocent we've seen countless amount of times them been them being beaten beyond the point of okay this is going past protocol like they're defenseless you could just zap them with your taser you can shoot them in the foot you can arrest them like but you know police seem to be going way 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 more overboard Mm -hmm. um but there's nothing new just throughout history like we know where police have come from um you know throughout history there have been a number of police officers that were members of the ku klux klan back in the day i'm not i'm not surprised by the fact that they backed trump I'm not surprised that they laughed. It's just something that we have to come to grips I'm still, with. I'm just still not desensitized, I guess. I'm not I'm not desensitized, but I understand that I can't put my trust mm-hmm. into police officers looking after my safety. Mm-hmm. Now if one comes along yeah. and does, sure. But I also have to I have to be aware of my surroundings. Absolutely, when you, I see you just a cop, have to approach them like they could possibly be like a bad cop. Because sure, you just, like that you have to act. Unfortunately, like yep. they could be a bad cop. Yep. So you pay attention to mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You don't go for your phone because it's black. People have been. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the Allah was shot 41 times. Mm-hmm. You had a wallet on him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you check out mannerisms. You you walk with your hands in plain sight, and this is things that you have to do as a person of color. In America and um, in New York, you you know, you, you see people, like you said, laughing behind Trump when situations like that happen. And it just goes to show you, again, you can't put um, your, your, your trust or your faith into police officers. Like, I know mm-hmm. some great cops, but I know majority of the cops that I see, I'm not, um, you know, you, 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 you follow protocol of the the you follow the the black person protocol which is hands in plain sight you make eye contact check them out feel them out and keep them moving like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so uh it's unfortunate but this is the way the world is this is the way the world is i'm not surprised though mm. trump trump has only really good thing about trump that mark lamont hill did say um was that it is forcing people to not stand for shit anymore mm-hmm. and for people to make bigger strides yeah um and i totally believe in that mm-hmm. like we have platforms and we are able to use them say what we want but we're also informing people at the end of the day we may laugh and joke and have a good time but like yes you should be paying attention to your local elections you know, you, you yes. should be mentoring. You should be telling people, hey, this shit isn't right. 
because you don't want people to become desensitized and make it think make it think like these are social norms when they're not it's not normal for people to be shot reaching for their wallet after they're telling the cop my wallet's in my glove compartment mm. I'm going for it it's not like we shouldn't as 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 humans I shouldn't have to be educating my little cousins just because they're black mm-hmm. they shouldn't have to know what you do when police officers stop you because it's it's way different than it is for other people of of color or mm-hmm. you know they shouldn't have to do it they shouldn't have to live in in a in a coat of fear but this is the world we live in and you have to make sure these people your generations are prepared for going out in the world faced with cops who may have a chip on their shoulder, may think that you're like every other quote-unquote criminal just because of your skin color. You got to arm them with those tools to go survive. Absolutely. It's about survival mm. at this point. Um, So, you know, that is the way of the world. And I, the only thing I'm grateful for Trump is that you have shown – uh, your blatant, mm-hmm. you know, racism, sexism. I'm glad that people are getting this dose right now because it's a smack dab of reality. And <laughs> it's just like, you mean he's not going to protect poor whites and disenfranchise whites? No, because that wasn't his intention. He, mm-hmm. he sparked your mind on because that's what politic, politicians do. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, I don't have no sympathy. Now it's time to wake up. It's like, what do you do now? So, mm. It's, it's, it's a crazy world right like even in the face of hey russia did have some involvement like i don't think he's gonna get impeached like <coughs> salute i don't think he's gonna get impeached like i mean this this guy is firing cabinet members left and right well he just has to do something unconstitutional he's getting damn close so if this motherfucker Fucking well, you realize that the First Amendment is freedom of the press, and he's sure. been, he's been preventing press from the White House briefings. Yeah, that is borderline, uh, of, like offending the First Amendment. That's, borderline. That's past that bitch. He got the tipping. I mean, well, it's not like a fully illegal, but but the tip is, is in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the tip is exactly. The tip is in. So I mean, get. Rile him up enough, and he might actually really be able to be impeached easily. Dog, I don't There's know. There's people, I mean, he's losing a lot of the Senate left and sure, right. Sure, sure. I don't see him going four years because I really think people going, like, he only could get worse. But I do think he goes past two. Yeah, I'll give it that. I I'll, think he I'll goes past two. I don't, think, I, I don't think his impeachment's coming any day soon. He might go for it. Look. I don't know. The world is crazy. You also have to wonder, and I don't wish this on anyone, so God forbid, but an assassination. Like, I I don't wish that on anyone, but, but like, you have to understand, like, he is probably the most controversial, uh, uh, sorry, the last one we had was Nixon, like, and he, he basically had to resign before any shit went down. Mm -hmm. And Reagan too, somebody tried to pop Reagan. And he also resigned in shame. So yeah. So I'm saying is that well, yeah, Reagan too. But there are, there's Reagan. a. I think that Reagan was more beloved to like a bigger population than like uh, Nixon was that, at the t- at the time. If we could survive, Ronald, like what Ronald Reagan did. Yeah. Th- that's why I think people are like we not even sweat. Like a lot of people go, yeah, like Trump is evil, but like these presidents 
prior have not been squeaky clean. No. Ronald Reagan f- created a system that sold crack to blacks. Then when blacks were dying from crack, the mm-hmm. people who sold it to them and were using it went into jails for 30 plus years of their lives. Mm. I mean, the system that Reaganomics that he created was a foul and vile yeah. system. Mm-hmm. That we're still paying for today. Oh, we're absolutely. We're going to be paying for maybe more, 20 more years. Yeah, if, generations of blacks But well, I think I think Trump is just so much more different um, with evil because it's it's like... It's like having. Is it blatant? It, yeah, I was gonna say it's like having a it's like having a blatant Ku, Ku Klux Klan. Yep. Rather than like a school shooter. With, because you know, a school shooter, you're not gonna ex, you don't expect it until when it happens. You're like that, like you put back the pieces. Oh, he was acting like this. Oh, right. you know what I'm saying? While like, because you know when Reagan would appear, he would at least when he was meeting with people, he wouldn't say and do ridiculous shit. Yeah, like like is, with foreign policy stuff. But is that a good? Th- I mean, no, I'm not saying is that, that a good, good thing no, or no. a bad thing. It, it, no, it's it's and I it's, like that he's showing his true colors because now yeah. people are getting a dose of reality. It's like yes, he's. But at the same time, he is also encouraging other people to act in hate. He's also encouraging. Sure. But the thing is, like, yeah, he's acting people that because before there was at least some sort of slight stigma in certain areas where. If you acted that way, there might be some like there might be some consequence there. They would feel like there might be some consequences like for yelling this or doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, today it seems like, well, Trump's going to have my back because Trump would do it. If I, if I can just scream all these like Muslim offensive words at you or talk about you're an immigrant or whatever it might be, um, the N word or whatever screaming it back like trump's gonna have your back if anything happens to you trump and his team or the government is gonna have your back well back in the day there might have been a little bit more fear of doing that a little bit not saying that there was like obviously rodney king like we see that that was not the case but so you think the the i just think it's i think it's giving closeted yeah it's giving the people from the closeted to come out to the front and while some people might prefer it that way because it's like at least i know like at least i'm aware and i I I can be ready shit right I just, I also feel like it's just, oh, it's, no. it's talk, it's much more toxic to me because I, we're taking it in more than we're like, at least sure. we could avoid it and we could like pretend it sure. wasn't there. I, but I'm, again, I'm not, not, I understand, but I'm, I don't want to pretend like if you racist, be racist. Yeah. You know, this country was built on racism. This country was built on blatant racism. So the fact that we're tiptoeing around, if you're racist or not, um, it yeah, kinda, but now it's encouraging people to act out. People been acting. I mean, people been acting for years. I yeah. mean, I'm, was, but I'm, I'm not saying they like haven't. It's just that now it just feels like it's what you're supposed to do. I, uh, all right. So up until probably maybe the, the I mean, I, I to me when when did that when did that start? Closeted racism is a very, I think when very. When Obama got into office, it's a very new because thing of, because those those racists were upset that a black man was in office. Sure, but they were That's still what I think is the when New Yorker really was still it. depicting him as monkeys. I mean, it, it might have been more subtle, but we like we talking about sixty years down the line, Jim Crow was still in effect. Mm-hmm. There's black people being lynched. 
You know what I'm saying? So well, I am not saying no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm, like pre-civil rights movement. I'm not saying like we're anything close to that. Hor- right. The horribleness. We don't have, you know, we don't have separate drinking fountains or bathrooms, right. obviously. Right. Like it's n- not nearly that. But I, I think that I feel like Trump almost feels like a Hitler rather than like a like a like a prime minister of like United Kingdom or something. Well, my my thing is. Like there's show, no class whatsoever. No, there's sure. no grace. There's no. There's there no, is no class pride. There's nothing. Like show show me. Him. Show me your hand. I show me your hand from the beginning, so I know what I'm dealing with. So now that there are people that voted for him and like saying, "Well, how, we're not gonna benefit from this," and he's disgracing our group, and it's just like, "Yo, welcome to America." You see what people of color have been facing for centuries. Like mm. for centuries, welcome, <laughs> welcome to this this uh, club mm-hmm. of fuckery that that we call freedom and justice for all. And it's like nah, like he's showing you what you need to see. Mm. So it's up to you now, white, Asian, Latino, Black, Middle Eastern. Mm. It's up to you. To say, okay, well, what are we going to do now? There's a lot of people aren't privy to it because of the the sheer ignorance that things like white privilege mm-hmm. uh, uh, afford. It's like, I shouldn't have to tell you that the North Dakota pipeline mm-hmm. is fucking up Native Americans. Native Americans been fucked up. Yeah. It's For, like 60 of them left. She was discovered. Dog. <laughs> Like ninety two or whatever, yeah. Dog, they came over here with with handshakes and 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 blankets full of syphilis. Like they knew exactly what they were doing. So this country was built on a foundation of 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 white supremacy, xenophobia, and hatred. So now when we're getting the same thing, people are so shocked and up in arms, and you shouldn't be because. I don't have to take you that far back to show you what they did to Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King, mm. Mega Evers. This has been this has been I, this has been literally African American history. It's been built off of struggle, oppression, and violence. But I, I'm not because obviously the black community to me is so much more like of a separate thing because they've been going through hell right for years so i I, i'm talking about like immigrants and muslims i think that like when i talk about like like people that are really affect that are more affected now than previous presidencies i would probably i mean obviously like there was definitely effect on that with um bill clinton but like 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 over in the middle east all of that but i would say Mm. in this country however muslims and like when i can't even know if there was there was a time where we had a travel ban in this country. No, that's, that's... Do you know what I mean? There might have been a time where we didn't want to take in refugees, mm-hmm. but to have a travel ban going in or out of those particular scary. countries is crazy. Yeah. To know that there's a president that's going to try to take our tax money and try to make it seem like Mexico's paying for a goddamn wall. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why yeah. I feel like this presidency really is so much worse than others because it's blatant. And it's like, not only is it he's not only he's just saying worse shit, he's trying to do worse shit. He just banned uh, tra- 
transgenders, uh, trans- transgenders from-, from the fucking military yep. who have been probably doing it for like hundreds of years. Some of them sure. might not even know if they were transgender, but they were battling the same sort of mentality in their mind sure. and not knowing that that's what trans- transgender was. Mm-hmm. But this has been like, they've been in the military. You're just going to tell like a group of people that they literally are not allowed to be in the military. Which I think is is interesting. He's about to ban women too, I bet. <laughs> and then you have to get and then you have to get drafted at thirteen <laughs> for shoot, the war. Shoot me in my leg. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to war. So I feel like mm-hmm. if any anybody and you know what? Maybe we'll have a show about that because I have a very particular feeling about people who go into the military, people of color especially. Mm. Um I don't knock the military. I just I have questions. Yeah. It's a very interesting dynamic yeah. when I, people of color I, I going feel to... mixed about it too. Yeah. Yeah. Just because some of the stuff that they do actually over there sure. is like some of it's very despicable. Yeah. And yeah. it's I'm like, you're you're actually hurting innocent people in this that because too. you're trying to get to one or three or five people right. that you're killing like hundreds in and a day. And you're fighting for what at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. Neither here nor there. We're yeah. gonna have that show. That's gonna be that's a good topic. But mm. um I'm I'm not a person that's like pro war or anything like that. I think it's yeah. fucking stupid. Yeah. To me. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Um right. but I also am not going we're fighting to fighting for fucking oil half the time. Right. God. But I'm also not gonna stop people. People wanna go in the military, that's fine. They believe in it, yeah. Right. If you feel that you want to protect this country with your life and you want to serve in the armed forces, you should be able to do it despite of race, color, creed, yep. sexual preference, sexual orientation. Why, why wouldn't Trump want people fighting for his country, the country that he wants Dog. to make great again? It's very because it's I a particular understand. it's a particular what that what that means. Yeah. The connotation of make America great again mm-hmm. is make American, uh, the perception white is again. white yeah, and uh, Christian. White privileged again. White Christian privileged. Mm-hmm. Um, one set of, which is the perception, which is he built this camp. I still don't think he gives a fuck about that. Yeah. But it's what he built his campaign on. So that kind of throws snafus in your campaign where you have people who are, coming out as transgender to feel like hey i'm a man trapped in a woman's body i'm gonna live my life as a man and there's nothing wrong with that the fact that there's people who say the fact that he said yo y'all can't serve is a slap in the face to americans you need motherfuckers at this point in time especially fighting for you because let me tell you you can can take what you can get (laughs) So whether that's somebody, you know, who wants to, you know, fight and they got a gimpy leg, you mm. should be one of the first motherfuckers like, all right, y'all need to get out there and protect my ass and protect this country. But to ban that, I think it's a slap in the face oh, to Americans God. and to 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 people that of, of the trans community yeah. and the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, I thought that I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Again that to me is where where I say like I just think that his blatant honesty yeah really is scary i get that you know what i mean it is very because scary. obviously there's it's been scary. so so much oppression against black people for for mm-hmm. centuries yep. like it's just been going on so that to me is like it's 
it's it, already like yeah it's, it's already it's been bad so it's like that to me i'm not i'm not going to compare to how it was now to how it was then and because that's hard. there's so many other issues yep like you could just say oh well they have this right okay well they don't have all rights still so right right right, right <laughs> they're right, still right. all not being treated like this or that they still don't get a fair uh speedy trial the right to a speedy trial right. in the justice system so shit um even though that is your right like yep so, uh, but I just have, as far as things like Muslims and, and the immigrants issue and the travel bans, oh my God, I just cannot believe that there is a president that is literally getting away with some of this shit. Yep. That's what I can't believe. Yeah. And the fact that he literally has been going in debates and saying like radical Islamic terrorism. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, there's terrorists in this country that are definitely your skin color Ooh, and domestic. your fucking, We don't talk about yeah. domestic terrorism, though. That's something that we don't uh, address here as a country. Yeah, and, like Columbine was a terrorist attack. Right, sure. But he was uh, emotionally and mental, mentally uh, affected by different things. And it's and not so terrorism. Was, and so, was, so were these, you know, the, the Muslim. No, these, sh- sure. These people that were Muslims, they were affected in a, a ter- like in a mentally in a terrible way by their own religion but we don't we don't that you know? that's not that's never the hot the the headlines that's never the headlines yeah, the headlines not. is always something a radical uh radical muslim terrorist we always just paint them like they're these just horrible evil people when it's like we also terrorize their country so shit oh more than we, <laughs> that's another story and yeah. we will talk about that when we have our, our military show i feel good about that um, last time before we get out of here, cause I got to pee yeah. like a Russian racehorse and I might leave you just to talk, just to go pee. You might not know. People. No, we can sign off now. I'm good. You want to sign off now? Let yes. me just make one more uh, comment. Um, a really good friend of mine, uh, yesterday. So this comes out Monday, but all right. Last week was, uh, physically assaulted. Mm. Um, she happens to be a young lady. Um, and if you, you've read her tweets, and Instagrams is uh, our friend of the show and mm. uh, one of my best friends and closest friends, uh, Scotty Beam, mm. who was uh, physically assaulted by a security guard Awful. Um, at Peter Palooza. And I just want to say this. As, as a man, because she detailed to me what happened, um, and as a as as a as a um, a bodyguard, a bouncer mm. rather. As a bouncer who is brolic and, you know, because that's what she described, brolic, you know, people were intimidated by his physique mm. and appearance. Um, there is no reason in on fucking earth mm-hmm. why you would put your hands on a woman, um, number and one. That if you had badly, to re- too. Right. Restraining is something totally different. Uh you know, she told me that she was punched, mm. that she was put in a headlock, she was thrown to the ground, that she was kicked. Mm. Um, and this is somebody who I know is such a strong, strong woman. Mm. Yeah. But we had a conversation, and, you know, she was timid about going to the police efforts because she knows how women are treated in this yeah. country with claims like that. She said the bouncer was dismissing it that she was acting wild and erratic um even so if you're wild and erratic there's no reason why a grown fucking man ever fucking put should be putting his hands Mm. or any man should be putting his hands on a woman like that if you felt like she was being erratic 
There are ways of restraining. Yep, you should be trained in you should doing be trained. if you're a bouncer or security guard. There's ways that you can call female office. Like, there's so many different ways. Mm-hmm. But to to see to to see my friend have to tell that to hear my friend have to tell that story rather about being physically assaulted by a man, um, and her feeling helpless is a spit in the face mm. to her, um. And to me, mm. it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Mm. I have a huge problem with that. And, you know, people who can't keep their hands to themselves, they, them to me, especially the ones who really hit women and you're a grown-ass man, some different kind of pussy mm. that you are. So I don't know that, 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 that bouncer, but what I will say is that you know, we will not live in fear. Domestic violence and domestic violence is real. Uh, uh, assaults against women is uh, is absolutely real. Mm-hmm. And nobody should feel like they can't go to the police, to, to police especially in a situation like that. And I don't want to hear about like snitching and all that shit. Mm. We talking about a grown fucking man beating a, 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 a woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, going to be traumatized from that. Sure. Like, like, anytime she goes to an event, she deals with, like, security that seems to be a little more yeah. forcing. Like, she's going to be yeah. scared. Like, and that's not okay. Like, that's she should feel okay. protected when she goes to these events. And right. she's someone that works so hard to, like, work these events and be at these events and, like, be invited to these events. Like, right. you know, and if she works so hard that she shouldn't have to go there and fear for her life at her job. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I think it's, I think it's incredibly... Um, just telling of the times we talk about that shit like this shit been going on for years like open domestic violence and abuse against women is not that far down the line alright this is something that is uh, 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 still very very fresh as far as accepting the fact that in society's eyes you can't hit a woman like that so mm-hmm. there's some people who, who just were raised like yo whatever whatever and again, I heard her side of the story. Even if this man did feel like she was acting erratic, there's no I don't think there's any anything in, in, in the playbook of being a bouncer that says you should punch a woman in the face. Right? Or kick. Or kick. Or put one in the headlock. Hmm. There's other ways of restraint that I feel like you learn and you let your emotions get the best of you. And you you saw a vulnerable situation from a woman who, you know, was speaking her mind, opinionated, strong, and you felt like you had to physically take her down. And I don't respect that. And Mm-mm. he could eat a dick. Yep. Um. That whole I don't know the staff or or the company, but if they don't rectify the situation, they could eat a dick. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I hope, I hope that. You know, there are charges pressed against this man yep. and um, justice will be served because um, mm. nobody should live like that, especially somebody who you said works as hard as she does yep. to provide entertainment, to provide uh, a widespread voice for this up and coming gem- generation and culture. Mm-hmm. Nobody should be subjected to that, period. But she shouldn't have to be subjected to it at all as well. So, um. Yeah, mm. that's. I just need to get that off my yeah, chest. No. 
Um, because it really affected, it threw me off. I was having such a good day today, and that really threw me off. Mm. Um, the fact that I just saw her that night, yeah. and then after she, she was left at our a lot, event, she left, left our right event, went straight to that event, and something like that happened. Mm. And um, it didn't make me feel comfortable. It made me feel very angry. And um, we gotta stop like with just bullshit. Like people just do bullshit. Yeah. So fuck that guy. He can dick. You tell him I said it. All right. So this play cousins. Next week we will be back. There will be a guest here. Woo. We don't know yet who, but <laughs> there will be a special guest uh, here. Um, I have to pee. Lindsay, you can tell him your social media. My social media, Lindsay India, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, India like the country, on Twitter and Instagram. And what about you, Jameer? Um, it's Jameer, I-T-S-J-A-M-E-E-R, um, on Twitter and Instagram. I am Jameer on Snapchat. Tiger Prince on the breast, <laughs> over 40s, blonde hair <laughs> with the texturizer and the nice little shape up, wearing sundresses. Follow me on Facebook. Uh, Jameer Pond and um, you can also look for this on iTunes Google Play SoundCloud Stitcher wherever uh, podcasts can be found thank you guys for listening thank you guys for supporting we're one year down and I like the fact that we celebrated our one year anniversary live on stage one year down many more to go thank you for taking this journey with me as always thank you for inviting me Yes, and thank you guys for always supporting and uh, allowing this podcast to grow. So until next time, we are out. Go pee. Go pee. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Bye.